Welcome to the festive edition of our podcast, Mile High Sports Guy, here to bring you some holiday cheer and a happy new year. As we enter the year 2020, I wanted to reflect on the history of the show, which began way back in October of 2018 and has spread beyond basketball into baseball as well. I am even considering making the show public and publishing it on Spotify. Never before have I met a man who challenges me to be better in my walk with Christ and path towards working in professional sports. Never before have I met a man who called me Pecker on a live broadcast during a SoCal catch game. Our guest provides both humility and humor. Billy Lopez. Our reigning champion is back on the show for the first time since winning the title. And this December marks four years with Juliana. When are you going to put a ring on it, bro? (laughs) Uh, That's a good question. Let's see. Um, I think uh, that's one where it's like more of a, like a practical answer to that in terms of like being financially capable to like afford a wedding and spiritually ready and emotionally ready to um, be married to one another. Yeah. So something we've talked about and everything, but it's something that uh, we're not, we're not in a rush. Yeah, for sure. Well, she definitely seems like the one. So happy for you, man. Thanks, Derek. Yeah. Uh, Well, you said you're doing some coaching. You just wrapped up your final season broadcasting football at Laverne. So What's next for Billy Lopez? Well, finished up football. Um, doing some coaching right now, uh, broadcasting basketball games, and then we'll be doing some baseball and softball games in uh, in a month or two. Uh, and then after that, it's just the job hunt. So we'll see where I could get my foot in the door anywhere. Um, should be pretty daunting, but also pretty exciting at the same time. Yeah. So what would you say is the busiest season then? Baseball, softball? Um, yeah. Yeah, this next this next season will be pretty pretty intense. To, to, uh, I know when I was doing softball GCU, the girls had a lot of doubleheaders. Do the girls at Laverne have doubleheaders as well? Yeah, they do, back-to-back. Oof. Do you get a little break in between, or how's that go? You get about a 20-minute like meal break, if you want to eat, I guess. Two minutes to eat your food and 18 minutes Pretty to much. breathe. <laughs> yep. And then you got to go Solid. out there and warm up again. Jeez, that's crazy, man. Yeah, it's always worst when uh, the first game goes into extras. <laughs> Come on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, so painful. <laughs> Dude, I would just be doing little, like laundry and stuff, and uh, like the first game would go into extras. I'm like, just get the first game over quick. Like the second game, I don't care if that goes into extras because it get paid hourly, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo. The elephant in the room obviously has to be selecting Kevin Durant as your second keeper to Joel Embiid. Yep. KD is likely out for the entirety of the season. Even with the rumors of a March return, if the Nets are in the playoff picture, I doubt that will happen considering the result of his early return to the finals a year ago. So why keep KD? Totally agree that that's very doubtful as well. Uh, You know, KD, uh, I mean, 
if you think LeBron's the best player, then I can't argue with that. But then KD is number two. And if you don't think LeBron is the best player in the league, then KD is your number one. So you have to keep him, even coming off of an injury like like he's going to come off of. Like, you know, most guys aren't the same, but he's he's a shooter, and he gets shots off. He's not – it's not like athleticism is going to stop him from being able to put up 30 points a game still. And his youth, as it remains, is is still an upside as well. Like, you know, Kobe coming off the injury, he was already, like, headed towards the – the downsides of his season of his career and so it would be different than keeping uh kobe after an injury like that versus durant after an injury with his with his age um plus pairing up with kyrie irving he's he's not going to be able to have to carry the load and have the ball in his hands too much kyrie irving is more of a playmaker for him and spencer Um, dinwiddie baby oh absolutely so i think it's a good decision um, to keep him, it'll set me up for next year. And I was able to stash Paul George after in the first round, and I thought that would be like a great addition to take over KD's spot for this year. Um, unfortunately, he was injured in the beginning of the season. Um, just just a few injuries in the beginning of the year got me down like zero and four or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then I went on a nice run, and then lost a couple of close games. So. Yeah, um, playing a little catch up, so it'll be tough, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I can see KD coming back prime next year. You look at Paul George. I mean, with that freak leg injury, yeah, he was an MVP candidate last year. So that's right. Definitely feeling optimistic for you there, bro. Yeah. Well, I uh, I remember you sending me a text saying that you wouldn't win a single game this season, but um, you're <laughs> two and seven. You know. And well, yeah, yeah, you're not the worst team in the league. Mathematically, you would have the second pick going into next year's draft. So my question for you is, similarly to Tyler's Taco Tuesdays, you could build your own big three surrounding Joel Embiid and Kevin Durant. Tyler has LeBron, Kyrie, and Bradley Beal. So if any player was available outside of other teams, likely keepers, a.k.a. Dame Dalla and Greek freak for me uh who would you pick to round out the uh top three for process of disloyalty for next season oh that's a tough choice i think i'd go with um hmm. i mean there's a chance you could get paul george again if you don't keep him because you're gonna have the second I, pick yeah i think i'd keep paul i think i'd take paul george if he's still available Oh, so you wouldn't so you wouldn't keep Paul George and KD, you'd still keep KD and Embiid and then try for Paul George? I might keep KD and Paul George and then just draft Embiid again or I don't know. I think I'd go with I like I like Embiid just cuz you got to have a a dominant big man in the game. You know, and LaMarcus Aldridge is not bad at all either. He's like a a top round pick, I think yeah. too. So there's a lot of there's a lot of different options, but having that second pick would be would be huge. And actually, um, who was the big three you're talking about? Kyrie, Bradley, Bill, and who else? LeBron. And LeBron, yeah. There was a there was some trade um, there was some trade talks between um, the two of us. Uh, I declined them all, but um, 
Um, there's no transparent. There's full transparency with me. So they were trying to trade Kyrie Irving away and a few other players I can't remember for Kevin Durant, and uh, that's that wasn't going to happen. Really? Uh, yep. Hmm. I think even Bradley Bill got in the conversation too, which started like making me think just a little bit more. Yeah, but... it's tempting for sure, especially if you wanted to win this year. Yeah, and I'm thinking at the, at the rate of my season already, it would be a huge catch-up just to try to go for this year. So right now I'm just going to play it safe, and yeah. we'll see what happens. I mean, I did rank you first after the draft. Paul George, obviously, wonderful pick. Buddy Heald and Jamal Murray are sharpshooters, but they can go cold quickly. Yeah. Gordon Hayward's having a resurgence, and as you spoke earlier, Everyone's saying LaMarcus Aldridge is washed up, but that's wrong. He's doing <laughs> really well. He's a beast. I think the only and, hole in your lineup is point guard because Mike Conley's injury. Yeah, Conley, Conley going down with injury. And then also, even when he was healthy, he was not playing like he has played in years past. Um, so that hurt big time. And... Buddy Hield and Jamal Murray off and on. Aldridge is just a beast all year round. And I don't know why they're saying he's washed up. He doesn't do – it doesn't require him to do much athletically to put up the numbers that he's always put up. Well, he's and like so the only why. true like power forward left in the game. Absolutely. And have not only that, but like having a few years with Tim Duncan – has like just showed him like he could he could be a dominant big man even towards the end of his career. Yeah, absolutely. So um did you know that uh Mike Conley is the uh, highest paid player in the league? The highest paid player in the league, really? Yeah, by year, annual average salary per year. How how much is he getting paid? 35 mil. Holy cow. And then second place, I think, is John Wall. So you got two of the most like prominent point guards that are injured making the most money. That's that's John Wall makes like 34 and a half. Well, <laughs> crazy. But uh good for them, I guess. I know, right? Getting that bag. <laughs> Get the bag now because the bag ain't gonna come later. Exactly. But uh so we're a little under halfway through the season, and you're only three games back of the second wild card. Do you Bizarre. see? Do you see the playoffs as a reasonable goal this season? Um, yeah, I'm still shooting to make the playoffs, and you know, once you make the playoffs, anything can happen. So, I'm um, I'm hoping for the best. I just got to get on a nice winning streak. I don't, man. I faced two. I, I had you in the bag. How, how many points did I lose to you? Oh shoot, that was uh, it was five points. Yeah, because I had Montrez Harrell, and I was watching that Clipper game, dude. I was like, "Come on, Montrez, like clutch it for me, baby!" Yeah. And then he did, so it was nice. I was hoping for like you know twenty turnovers or something. But oh. <laughs> yeah, well, I got happen. scared because he only had like six points going into halftime, and I was still down by about twelve. But then he finished with twenty, so. It was just enough. So that was a that was like a mid season backbreaker for me because I was hoping to get that big win. Yeah, for at, sure, um, and get some momentum going, but that didn't happen. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 
So, uh, well, Nick, Tyler, and I were discussing a lottery for the top three picks to prevent taking. Um, I don't think it's going to go through. <laughs> we would need a league vote. and uh, But you're still in prime position to go for the title again next season. So what do you look forward to entering uh, next season? Just an absolute superstar right in the beginning. Paul George, uh, uh, Bradley Bill, if he's available, I don't know. Because... Um, Kyrie, Bradley, Bill, LeBron, James, one of them can't be a keeper. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of talent in that first round. I just have to get someone that's going to be healthy and that's going to put up, like, close to 30 points a game. And uh, and I'll be set. And just yeah. find little key role players to go from there. Yeah. And I think, like, you, you have the same mindset as Tyler had going into this season. It's, you know, build that big three. And, I mean, Tyler is 8-1, and one, but... Kyrie hasn't been playing a lot, and LeBron yeah. has re-aggravated his groin. So we'll see how well uh, the health will go for his squad. Yeah, so health is health is huge, um, especially late in the late in the year. If you're going to play, if you're going to get uh, top talent, you got to make sure that you're getting top talent from teams that are uh, that are going to still be in contention towards the end of the year, but not too far ahead. Right. You don't want your best players getting rested. AKA and what happened to me in the championship, championship last weekend. year. Freaking load <laughs> management. This break in the podcast brought to you by the 2020 NBA All-Star Ballot. The 2020 NBA All-Star Game will be played in the Windy City at the United Center in Chicago. This will be the third installment of the All-Star Captain and All-Star Draft that we have come accustomed to the past couple of years. LeBron James is seeking his third consecutive captainship, while Giannis Antetokounmpo is seeking his second. Steph Curry will likely not make the squad due to injury. All-Star Weekend will take place February 14 through 16, 2020. Voting can take place on NBA.com or Google. Team USA vs. Team World Rising Stars Challenge will take place on February 14th. The Skills Challenge, Three-Point Contest, and Dunk Contest will be on February 15th. The All-Star Game Finale will be February 16th. Make sure your voice is heard and take to the polls to get your favorite players to Chicago. Which is the better Laker duo? And we'll have uh, four options. Okay. Jerry West, Elgin Baylor. Uh-huh. Magic and Kareem. Kobe and Shaq. LeBron and AD or other. So I get it choose whoever i think or based on the list that that you provided on that article i mean the article ranked it how it wanted to rank it but i wanted to see who you think the best duo is and then i'll tell you who i think the best duo is okay um give me the give me the you said lebron and ad and then who was the other one jerry west and uh elgin baylor so jerry west elgin baylor magic uh, and kareem kobe Shaq, or lebron and ad or other. Uh, I would go LeBron and AD. I wouldn't even put on the top 10 list. Um, they put them at like 6th or 5th or something like that, which was bizarre. Um, 
They played like what? They they hadn't even played a game, and they were ranking them up there. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't even keep them on the top ten list at the moment, even now. Um, so out of the so I say other as four, um, uh, and then uh, after that I'd go Jerry West, Elgin Baylor. At so number you think three. that they're the best, or they're third? At, at third, yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So you're ranking five to one. Okay, so LeBron, yes. AD, other, West, Baylor. And then as much as it hurts me to say this, I'm going to go Kobe Shaq, two, and uh, Magic Kareem, number one. Yeah. I mean, I like what the article said about Magic and Kareem in Magic's rookie season. He yeah. won rookie of the year, finals MVP, because Kareem got injured in game six. And he yep. started at center. It was crazy. Yeah. I have that game on. I have, I have like this uh this uh Laker DVD set, and I've watched that game like so many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. I liked another stat they added was uh, combined win share. It's kind of like wins over replacement in yep. uh, baseball. Yeah. So their combined win share was twenty five point three. I mean that's that's crazy. That's huge. So yeah. Um, I thought something very interesting too was Elgin Baylor and uh, Jerry West in West's rookie season rookie. were dominant, but they didn't even have a winning record, and they didn't make the finals. Yeah, yeah, and somehow, some way, Elgin Baylor did not win MVP with the numbers that he he had like thirty five points a game, twenty rebounds, 20 re- yeah, twenty rebounds, five assists, five assists. And Bill Russell sneaks away with a with a sixteen point, twenty rebound, three assist stat line, and with MVP. Elgin, or uh, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure Jerry West didn't win Rookie of the Year either. I think it was Oscar Robertson. Yeah, because he had the triple double. Uh, yeah, that, that that one I can see with Oscar winning the Rookie of the Year on that one, but the MVP, I'm like. <sighs> We'd have some riots nowadays <laughs> if, if uh, someone put up a stat line like that and didn't win. Yeah. So, hey, let's just be happy Mike Trout beat out the uh, cheating Astro. <laughs> so. Man, that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So, I'm going to tell you my five. Okay. And you might shoot me, but we're going to go with Elgin Baylor and Jerry West five. Okay. Elgin Baylor and James Worthy, four. And that's my other. Then I'm going to say Magic and Kareem at three. Kobe and Shaq at two. And LeBron and AD at one. Oh, no. No, 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 no. You cannot do that. Listen to this, brother. Listen to this, dude. Okay. So they're in first place right now. They, and then they can't even beat the other team in LA. They don't need to yet. It's not, it doesn't matter. Dwight no, it Howard, matters every time. Dwight Howard said it matters win when time. it counts. I don't care what Dwight Howard said. They counted. <laughs> it counted. It counted right. against the record. AD has 28 points per game, almost 10 rebounds, three blocks. LeBron's 26, 10, and 8. This LeBron is posting 10-plus assists a game for the first time in his career. Like His assist totals have gone up. I was looking at his career stats. The last four years... He's averaged eight plus assists a game, and now he's at ten plus. So you know that he's making plays. And a lot of people are saying, "Oh, he needs another playmaker around him." Rondo's not getting it done. Like, dude, they got Alex Caruso. It's fine. All right, right. Um, 
Big three. Yeah. All I have to say, though, is with a title under their belt, LeBron and AD can vault themselves into the greatest duo ever. LeBron's a proven winner. And if the king can pass the torch to AD when he retires and the brow goes on to win another ring, even better. They will not be number one unless they three-peat. They, you think they need a three-peat? They need a three-peat. Okay, so this is they what's going to happen. They're... They need a three-peat or three of four championships in the next year to be considered to be number one. Even if they three-peat, it's not guaranteed. They'd be a guaranteed top three. True. I mean, Kobe and Shaq won three straight. Magic and Kareem, did they have a three-peat? I don't think so. Boston, I think, might have snuck one in there. Yeah. I think They have won three out of four or something like that. Yeah. Um, but could you imagine, dude, like, they win this year and then next year – they like trade back for Lonzo, win again, and then they get uh, <laughs> Bronny James. Bronny James, I saw him play the other day. Really, they're playing at, in person? They're playing, or? Yeah, they're playing at Damian High School in the Classic for this for the tournament. And okay. uh, you know, coaching perks you get coaches coaching passes pretty much any any tournament, I guess. Nice. And so, and participating school, so we're participating in the Classic uh, for our varsity team and. So I went down there and saw Sierra Canyon play a few games. Saw LeBron James in the in the VIP section. Did you get um, any pictures or videos? Thursday, yeah, we have some pictures and some videos. And then I um, caught the end of the. Uh, it's a great game between Sierra Canyon and Awanda. A lot of uh, D one talent. Nice. And then uh, so it's been pretty cool. Dude, you got to be sharing that to the the group. I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, I'll send some stuff. Sweet, dude. All right, well, uh, I guess the time will tell what happens with LeBron and AD. But, yeah, I mean, Magic and Kareem and Kobe and Shaq, they're definitely in the top three for both of us. Yeah, absolutely. But AD and LeBron aren't in my top (laughs) ten. Yeah. Don't disrespect Kobe and Lamar Odom. (laughs) Don't disrespect Luke Walton. Luke Walton. <laughs> Big three right there. Yes, sir. Pal Gasol, never heard of her. All righty, the dreaded game time. Let's see yeah, if I do well, I than Why my... is it dreaded? Well, <laughs> I don't know, but let's see if I do better than my two and seven record. Oh, ooh. Ooh, okay. Well, there's only four four questions here, so if you go one and four, you're still better than two and seven. I guess so. Actually, wait. Well, that, no. It puts me on pace to two and eight. Yeah, yeah. Two... <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right. we're well, going for uh, 500. 500, I mean, let's go. So you've heard of the SpongeBob meme, I, I'm going to head out. Yes. This segment is called, I, I'm going to stay home. Okay. And I'll tell you why. So <laughs> in this segment, you will guess the average ticket prices of America's four major sports leagues. Oh, Are you ready? Yeah. How much do you think a average ticket for an MLB game, MLB game costs. Average ticket? Mm-hmm. So you're like, I'm combining like the most expensive with the least expensive. So like the whole league, you want to go to a game, average ticket price. Oh man, let me think about that. Uh, luckily, I think <clears throat> Dodger games are pretty expensive. 
Yeah, but the Marlins average them out because they have to pay you to come to the games. See. <laughs> the uh, Dodger ticket's 75, and the Marlins are paying you 25 to come because they average 50. <laughs> and then I look at – are we looking at, like – what is it? Is it looking at the face value of the actual ticket from the teams that are – yeah, them, so it's not like, like second-hand second sites, it's not oh, like okay. StubHub or any of those things. Uh, like average... straight from the MLB, not adding like convenience fees, not adding like taxes, like the actual face value of the ticket. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, 200 You do live in LA. No. Um, okay, so think of like the average Joe fan, not like luxury suite or anything like that like you just yeah, might well, go i have to average the the bougie tickets with with the, the tickets that i get <laughs> i have to average the bougie tickets with the tickets that i get up at the top deck yeah 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 okay so i'm gonna tell you the answer and you're gonna be a little shocked but it's uh 33 dollars. oh i was right there hey you said 30 it. you said I, you squeaked out 30 right before i said 33 i'll give yeah, you i'll give yeah. you that's All right. pretty one and oh let's go okay but yeah, so try and lowball it a little bit. Don't don't think about the bougie too much. Like especially, you know, courtside Lakers Clippers Christmas Day for forty thousand. Okay, we're not we're not talking about that. We're talking like just oh, it's a Tuesday. I'm gonna go to the ballpark in like Cincinnati. Okay, yeah. All right. Yeah, you could probably walk in for free in Cincinnati. <laughs> All right, NBA average ticket price. NBA. Uh, less less seating capacity, so you got to spend a little bit more. Yep. But I'm gonna go um, fifty five bucks. Fifty five dollars and eighty eight cents. <laughs> wow! Let's wow! Do this. Great guess. Okay. Okay. Now NFL two and zero. NFL. Oh snap! Let me think. Also, I've never been to an NFL game in my life. And this will probably tell you why. Uh, I don't know, man. The Coliseum's got like seats, so you could get a cheap ticket if you want to go see some football. But um, average ticket, I'm gonna go a hundred and ten. Hundred and two point three five. Dang, man! Dude, I'm on a you're roll. You're feeling it. I'm gonna give you like plus or minus ten. So you said okay. 30, and it was 33. You said 55, and it was 55. And then you said 80. 110, and it was 102. So if you're plus or minus 10, I'll give it to you. All right, I'm 3 and 0. Yeah. Let's finish Let's finish it off. If I was really mean, I'd say you're 2 and a half and 0 because of the first one. You got 200 <laughs> bucks, but I'll be nice. That's true. That's true. That's true. All right, NHL. This NHL. might be the hardest one. Well, and I, you're do probably gonna be surprised. I do go see the Kings play a lot. Um Let's see. And man, they got a terrible team this year and, and tickets are still <laughs> tickets are still the same price for Yeah, but they'll probably make the eight seed and win the cup again this year, so Yeah. That's what you they never do. know. That's what they do. You never know. <laughs> let me think, let me think, let me think. Um I'm gonna go twenty five bucks. Sixty two dollars and eighteen cents. All right, three and one, not bad. Uh huh. So, sixty-two bucks, isn't that I insane? Don't know, I don't know who is uh, charging sixty-two bucks. And well, let me give you a little bit more background. So, MLB average ticket prices have risen by nearly eleven dollars 
from 2006 to 2019. And we got to manage just the parking prices that have risen. True, true. I don't know if that goes into ticketing, but yeah, they got to build more parking, especially at Dodger Stadium. Um, <laughs> they, you'll, you'll, you'll find a spot and you'll get out. Bro, they just need to build a bridge that just, it'll take like, you a or lot some like of- underground tunnel because it's ridiculous. They do. An underground tunnel would be would be genius. Dude, I went to game 163 two years ago when it was Rockies-Dodgers. It was me, Kai, Isaac, and we are going to see Hunter and a couple other people. We, yeah. I was like, all right. I had to go down and talk to Goodman's. You remember our gear guy? Yep. So I had to go down and talk to him at 9 a.m. The game was at like 1. So I had to go all the way down south, go back to the office, pick up Kai and Isaac, and then go to Dodger Stadium. We still rolled in at like the third inning. <laughs> and then you probably got back like at, I don't know, 10 at night. Well, yeah, because I had to take them back down south to the office. And then I had to go all the way out to Ontario back home. Yep. So, yeah, it was, all, it was brutal. All dude. day, all day venture. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so MLB has gone up by about 11 bucks. NBA has gone up by about nine bucks from the 2006-2007 season to 2015-16 season. NFL ticket prices have risen by about forty dollars from two thousand six to now. God, and now this is the craziest one. NHL average ticket prices have risen by nineteen dollars and five cents from two thousand six to two thousand fifteen. That is insane. I don't know. Are they getting more popular? I think so. I'm. I. I think the NHL is. On the verge, if not already, passing the NBA. What? Yeah, because you already saw the NHL average ticket price is $7 higher than NBA. And the TV ratings for NBA is down. Although, the Christmas Day game between the Lakers and Clippers was the second highest watched Christmas game of all time. What was the first one? Uh, I think it was like the Bulls. And then I don't know if they were playing the Knicks when it was like Derrick Rose and Mello back in the day. Okay. So okay, that was yeah. probably one of the higher ones. But uh, yeah. Um, now I'm going to well, tell you a little story. So, that's because load management and everything's tanking yeah, the load ratings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I first moved out to Southern California from an internship with the catch, I went to a yep. Nuggets Lakers game and the ticket was 45 bucks for third deck. Uh-huh. Last season, LeBron's first with L.A., I went to another Nuggets-Lakers game, LeBron's home first home game. Ticket was 90, nearly double the year prior just because of the value LeBron brings to the team. Yeah. Many other factors go into ticket pricing, who's playing who, like Lakers, Rocker, oh, Lakers versus Rockets is going to be more expensive than Hornets versus Magic. But yeah. And then once you get to the playoffs, tickets rise even more. So my question to you, how much is too much for a ticket to a game? Um, well, to be honest, I don't spend any – I spend less than all these average ticket amounts <laughs> when I go to games. Same. So um, I try to find deals if I can. It, it, if, if it's a good game, like if I'm going to be able to sneak into a Laker playoff game for – Less than a hundred bucks, I'll do that. Yeah, like I went to sure. uh, two Nuggets playoff games last year. The first game I spent sixty. That was game two against the Spurs. 
and then they made it to the second round. Same seat, 90. Let me let me just show you this. Last year, um, I could have got a Clippers-Warriors playoff ticket to go see the, the Clippers. Not even joking, less than $20. You're kidding. For the cheapest ticket in a playoff game. Wow. That's less that's than $20. Crazy. So, huh. um, the, even now, the, the, the Clippers tickets with Kawhi and PG have not changed a bit. I could still go see them play. There's like a hidden fee in there. It's like you for can about pay $20 bucks. for this if you wear a Clippers jersey. Probably. <laughs> so, unless. I, let me let me retract that statement. I could go see them play for less than twenty dollars if they're not playing the Lakers. Yeah, but, I would uh, say, man, I don't think I'll ever go to an NFL game just because one, I don't want to freeze, and two, I'm just not that interested in football. Yeah, but NHL maybe if the tickets were free, I I just can't see myself spending money on hockey or football. It's just not my forte. I'm telling you, ho- hockey game live is just, it, it, it's a different experience. Yeah. I've been to a couple. I went to, I've been to a couple of Avs games. I went to a Hurricanes game in Carolina. And then I went to a couple of Coyotes games in Arizona. Um, okay, I well, that's your problem. <laughs> I volunteered at the Coyotes game one time. And then after uh-huh. I finished volunteering, during the third period, I got to sit uh, third row. And okay. there was a fight. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just hard for me to follow hockey because I don't understand all the rules and stuff either. It's like, ooh, yep. yeah, the abs yep. are playing well, but, like, I don't understand it. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. And then the last thing I think is, you know, I wish NBA tickets were cheaper, but they only have 41 home games as opposed to MLB where there's 81. So MLB can afford to charge less because they're going to get more people throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's why I've been rolling up to these um, high school games. Luckily, though, I mean, otherwise, you got fans playing 15 bucks to go see Bronny James at Damien High School right now. Really? And I mean, it's standing room only. So, like, people are going there for the 9, 9 a.m. games and, and staying in there up until the 7.30 p.m. show when uh, Sierra Canyon's playing. So, Holy smokes. I mean, it's it's standing room only. You're gonna be rubbing elbows with five people, but uh, it's it's a cool experience. Dang, that's sweet, dude. So, how close were you when you were there? Oh, I'm up there, like maybe two, two, three rows behind the the courtside. Dang, that's sick, dude. All right, well, we scratched the surface of this a little bit earlier, but uh, last time we played, I beat you by a mere five points. So, uh, you salty about that or what? Uh, yeah, that was a, like I said, that it killed my momentum. Mm-hmm. That would have been, that would have been a tremendous win. And it would have like been like, okay, even though we're like under 500, uh, this is still a team to be, to be taken seriously. But, um, I don't know if it went downhill after that. Yeah. Well, um, our sole rematch comes in February during the all-star break. So the matchup will be two weeks long. Do you think by that time you'll get your revenge? Yeah, I think uh, I'm hoping that I'd have a, a full, healthy team. And um, besides KD, obviously, mm-hmm. but but um, I think I'll be able to uh, I'll be able to get a win and uh, a convincing win. 
Yeah, well, I'm also going to have Victor Oladipo at that time. Yeah, he'll be a little slow. Five-point victory will not be my margin of victory. I'm just letting you know that. What, are you going to win by four? (laughs) No, it's going to be at least 30. At least 30. At least 30. That's what's concerning me right now is I'm losing to Ryan and Chris, and I'm like, bro, what's going on? Like, I missed a game from Giannis, and then Mm -hmm. Davis Bertans went down. Melo had a bad game, and I'm like, what the heck? The timing could be worse. Yep, and it's only going to get worse, Derek. It's only going to get worse. <laughs> All right, well, we got a couple more weeks before you and I see each other again. So, uh, Yeah, I want, I want you at your best so that yeah, I can still whoop you. I, you know, if, if you were at your best, you know, KD, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, win, a win's a win. I'm just telling you, ne- next year I might not lose a game. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, Well, thanks again for being on the podcast, man. It's always good having you. It's always good to be here.